A special thanks goes out to the folks at Spotify for bringing you this podcast. Hello again, everyone. Can you remember that TV show that Matthew Perry did on the same network that Friends was on? I'm Tom Zania, and this is Tom Regis' story. Coming to you almost live, it's time once again for Tom Reads Your Story, the number one spoken word podcast on the web for audiobooks, social media posts, current events, and just plain whatever. So let's start the show. For the next half hour, I'll be your host. I'm voice actor and podcaster, Tom Zanian. And we are here. See how I did that? I changed it up a little bit. I usually say, and we are back. But I've changed it up because, well, we're just not around that often. Uh, as I've said many times before, we're on an as-available uh, schedule. I'm available right now. The time is 5.33 p.m., on November 2nd. Welcome everyone to Tom Reads Your Story. I'm Tom Zania. I'm an actor and a podcaster and a voice actor if you are new here. Thank you those of you who have listened to the show many times for joining me right now. Um, so what's been happening? Well, we know what's happening uh, in Israel and Gaza, uh, a war that I don't think anyone has given a peep as to an end to this thing. And uh, a lot of people are dying. And I don't want to say who. Uh, I'm sure on both sides, many people have died. And I think that's enough to say. Um, I, I feel a lot closer to the Palestinians who have been subjugated and uh, abused for many years now in this little outdoor prison that they live in, in, uh, in Gaza. Now they're, of course, uh, told to leave trying to escape. E Egypt uh, to the south won't allow or doesn't want to allow them to be refugees. Um, Israel has blocked off the north. Um, it's, it's just a very sad and dangerous situation for a lot of people. Um, and, but I think maybe mostly the Palestinians have it much tougher. We're talking about a country that, uh, doesn't have a lot of money, uh, like Israel does. And those people have, um, they've been on the run basically, uh, if you can even say that, um, we, um, 
We are hearing about President Biden uh, involving uh, himself and somehow the the U.S. of A. uh, in providing some sort of assistance. I'm not sure what that is yet. uh, To uh, Palestine. Um, but it's a horrible thing, and I, I, I hate to hear anything about it every day. But it's still happening, and I, I don't see a light at the end of the tunnel for this thing. Uh, maybe some do, um, but uh, I don't see an end to this right now. Uh, we have other things happening in the world. A very, very good actor, Matthew Perry, has died. Um, He was, of course, one of the stars, one of the cast members of a very popular sitcom called Friends, if you are unaware of who he is. Um, They have... um, spoken out the rest of the cast members uh have spoken out and i want to read you uh what they have uh put out there publicly uh about matthew i uh i want to read something from deadline I, I, what it is is an article and i'm i'm trying to find it here The surviving cast of the Emmy-winning comedy series have broken their silence following the sudden tragic passing of their castmate and friend, Matthew Perry. We are all so utterly devastated by the loss of Matthew. We were more than just castmates. We are a family. Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, Matt LeBlanc, and David Schwimmer said in a statement to People Monday. There is so much to say, but right now, we're going to take a moment to grieve and process this unfathomable loss. In time, we will say more as and when we are able, the statement continued. For now, our thoughts and our love are with Maddie's family, his friends, and everyone who loved him around the world. Perry died Saturday afternoon at the age of 54. He was found unconscious at his home by first responders who couldn't revive him after a reported drowning. The comedic actor is best known for playing the sassy and snappy but affable Chandler Bing on Friends during the hit Warner Brothers TV series 10-season run on NBC. In addition to worldwide fame, the role also earned Perry an Emmy nomination. Now, obviously, um, most of us, I think, have seen Friends. Uh, Matthew Perry, I think of all of that cast, probably had the most varied career as an actor. Uh, You don't see um, David Schwimmer that much. I'm not saying he doesn't work very much. I'm just saying uh, we saw a lot of at least in those few years after Friends, 
we saw a lot of Matthew Perry do some interesting things in movies and on television. Now, when I say television, I'm talking about a short-lived series, comedy drama, or as they call it, dramedy. If they, I don't know if they still call it that. But uh, it took me a while to finally figure out what I was thinking of, and that is uh, a TV show where he played uh, the head of a, of an SNL type show. It turns out he was a writer uh, on that show, and he, uh, well, the name of it I finally figured out was Studio Sixty on the Sunset Strip. Thankfully, Wikipedia was around to tell me um, about that show. Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip is an American comedy drama television series created and primarily written by Aaron Sorkin. Sorkin. You know, I don't know what it is about that name. (laughs) That makes it easy to mispronounce. Aaron Sorkin. Uh, The series was about the production of a live comedy series similar to Saturday Night Live. Produced by Warner Brothers Television, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip ran on NBC for 22 episodes from September 18, 2006 to June 28, 2007. On May 14, 2007, NBC canceled the series after one season. It is the only one of the four television shows created by Sorkin not to air more than one season. Very interesting. Nowadays, everything he touches turns to gold. I think he does a lot of adaptations of new things, Sorkin does. And um, uh, Perry, Matthew Perry was very good in it. Um, plays sort of a hardworking executive type uh, who's trying to keep his show not only on the air, but up there in the ratings, I'm sure. And it uh, it was a good show, and it didn't last very long, unfortunately. And that does happen in television a lot. You'll see something that's very interesting and that you really like to watch, but uh, it gets taken away. You know, it, it dies out or the ratings weren't good enough or something. Uh, the series take place takes place behind the scenes of a live sketch comedy show, also called Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip or Studio 60, on the fictional television network NBS, National Broadcasting System, um, whose format is similar to that of NBC's Saturday Night Live. The show within a show is run by executive producers Matt Albee, who is Matthew Perry, and Danny Tripp, who is played by Bradley Whitford. Matt serves as the head writer. That's what he was. I thought it... Okay. He was the head writer, and Danny produces the show. Uh, I want to mention who else was in that. Uh, Let's see. Obviously, Matthew Perry. Amanda Peet. Bradley Whitford, Stephen Weber, D.L. Hughley, Sarah Paulson, Nate Cordry, or Cordry, 
excuse me, and Timothy Busfield. So here is a scene from Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip with um, Matthew Perry playing the role of Matthew Albee, and also Sarah Paulson in the role of Harriet Hayes in sort of a a little breakup conversation or post-breakup conversation um, from, I think, one of the earlier shows. Here it is. Matthew? Out here. Are you busy? I'm choking. You want me to come back? Uh, no. What do you need? Listen. Yeah? I want to move on. Go ahead. Wait, what do you mean? I want closure, Matthew, and I want to move on. Are you talking about us? Yes. We broke up. Yeah. How much more closure are you looking for? I want you to tell me that you have no intention of trying to win me back. Well, we have a problem there. Yes, I know. You're a Northeastern Jewish liberal atheist, and I'm a Southern Baptist who believes that you're going to burn in hell. Two problems. You're my boss. Yeah. You think that's an insurmountable obstacle. What's going to happen when I give you a note you don't like? Or give Jeannie a sketch you want? Or give you a sketch you shouldn't have gotten? I know. I didn't come up here to convince you otherwise. I just wanted to hear it. So, we have closure. Yes. We are closed. You feel all right about it? I'd feel better if you appeared even a little ambivalent. I'm extremely ambivalent. What I'm exhibiting are leadership skills. Well done. Is that for me? It is. I wanted to give you a non-romantic present. You did two great shows in a row. Well, it doesn't get a lot less romantic than a baseball bat. It's signed by Darren Wells. You're a big hit, Darren Wells. How did you get this? You really want to know? Yeah. Ironically, I got it when I sang the national anthem at the Dodgers game. You asked him for it? He gave it to me. When? After I sang. Wait, he gave this to you? He did, and I'm giving it to you. You're a big hit. He's talking about you? He liked the way I sang. I'm giving it to you because I like the way you write. Yeah, but I think we're skipping over a part. I'm passing it on. Harry? Yeah. He wrote his phone number on here. What do you mean? I mean, he wrote his phone number on here. You didn't see it? That's his phone number? What did you think it was? I just thought it was his uniform number. You know, they sign their name and then write the number. Yeah, they do do that. You thought his uniform number was 3,106,786,500. He was asking you out. You know, now that I've had some time to reflect upon it, I think you might be right. Do you? Yes. Yeah. You gave me a used cocktail napkin, basically. Do you think I don't know that men are interested in you? <laughs> Whoa, wait. I didn't give it to you on purpose. Put a ribbon on it, knocked on my door, and handed it to me. I meant I wasn't trying to make you jealous. Has he asked you out? Hmm? Has he asked you out? No. Nope. Okay. Yes, he has. We've had dinner, and he's coming to the show Friday. I lied for a second, but then I realized that I couldn't. Because you're a good Christian girl. No, because I'd get caught. I always do. I didn't give you the bat to zats you. It was an honest mistake. I like how he signs a bat instead of a ball like he's a slugger. He's a pitcher. You know what his job is when he comes to the plate? Stick out his bat and hope for the off chance that the ball will accidentally hit it on its way to the catcher's mitt. It was an honest mistake. Really? You can accuse me of being dumb, but not sinister. How about manipulative? Can I accuse you of that? Look, Skipper, if I wanted to make you jealous, trust me, you'd be jealous. I am jealous. Well, then, bonus for me. Yeah, Matt. Yeah. Matthew Perry uh, uh, left us way too soon. He had a lot more to give us, and that's the sad part. 
Um, he'll be greatly missed. And uh, that's all I have to say about that. You can certainly watch his work uh, in films and uh, box sets of TV shows, friends, and other things. Uh, I'm sure Studio 60 has uh, plenty of video available that you can buy. And, uh, of course, his movies, one of them, Three to Tango, written by my friend and a contributor to Tom Reader's story, Rodney Vaccaro. Um, I think Three to Tango was one of um, Matthew Perry's first films, maybe not the first, but it came pretty early in his career, either during or just after Friends. And the same uh, kind of goes for Rodney Vaccaro, uh, which uh, was a person, as I said, who contributes a lot to the show and is an old friend of mine. And also, Three to Tango was, I think, his first feature film that went out there, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And... uh, Thank you very much for listening. That uh, brings us to the end of yet another episode of Tom Reader's Story. Portions were pre-recorded. Please tell your friends if you enjoyed your visit today because we're always looking for new ones. Thanks, Spotify, for this opportunity. I greatly appreciate it. Take care, everyone. Bye now. This is Tom Zania. For more information on my availability for your e-learning, commercial, or audiobook project, visit my website at www.tomzvoices.weebly.com. We hope you visit us again real soon for another episode of Tom Reads Your Story.